linebacker for the Indianapolis Colts. That's the only one you got right, Fred. Every, oh, the rest of your list, I mean, it's bad. I ain't going to say it's bad, but it's, it's So a, Bobby it's, Wagner it's, don't make your list. The judgment a little cloudy. So Bobby was in the league last year. Home run threat could, get, could, get, could take an 80 in and in give it time. Not even right? the top 20. Jamal, he not a top 20 running back? No. No. DeAndre Swift is not DeAndre a top. DeAndre Smith Swift is not a top twenty running back in the league. You know we will come back to that. Yeah. Then I like I like and I see something and then you know and then you know when you nurture a kid man and you make them believe you know that the sky is the limit and that's kind of like what happened with Alfred man right. you know we were we were his only offer and uh, and uh, man he got in there and he just believed in himself and he worked at it. And he goes from from one offer to you know the tenth pick of the draft. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Down for what, man? I'm turned up. We arrived, baby. It's September. You did. Virgo season. The worst season. <laughs> Welcome to Fanview Live, man. <laughs> man, talk sports. New Orleans talk. I'm that boyfriend. G Sports back at it again and 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 again. And I ain't going to stop saying again. Coach Hurricane Hen back at it again. Often imitated but never duplicated. Don't need all those again. <laughs> when, y'all, when all you do is win, baby, win. <laughs> yeah. Listen, y'all, thank y'all for subscribing to FanView Live. Come back with something next week. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> well thought out. You thought about that on the week down here for San Alina. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. I thought about it like 30 seconds ago, though. I knew you was coming. I knew you was coming with something. Quick on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> on the swivel, baby. <laughs> Listen, walking y'all. Thank y'all for screaming fan view live. If y'all on Facebook right now, hit that like and hit that notification bell. If you're on Facebook, also on YouTube, hit that like. Hit that notification bell. If you're on YouTube watching it right now, we're on IG right now. It's fan view live. Man, listen, we all over the place, man. We on Twitter, it's Fanview Nola. Listen, don't forget to subscribe to us if you're on podcasts, if you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. We there each and every Thursday at 12 o'clock. We get it in. So much to get into today. So much sport to get into. We got to be talking about who going to NFC South. It's a lot happening. A lot happening. Let's see about who going to NFC South. Super Bowl predictions. College football is underway. We're talking maybe some upsets. Big time matchup in a, in a Caesar Dome this weekend. It still feel fun to say. Man, that it's all right. Caesar Dome. Man, Super Dome, man. That's what it is, man. It's that damn Super Dome, man. I don't care Mercedes Benz. Caesar's must have broke that bread. Well, they broke the bed. Uh, trust me, I, I'm on the sports bed. All day, every day. We got our guest caller. I have a running back coach from Mississippi State that's going to be tuning in later on in the show. One o'clock segment? Yes. But we're going to start this thing off right. Off right. Got to start it off right, baby. If y'all haven't heard the news, if you've been underneath the rock, I can't help you. But the Saints made a trade two days ago. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. It's now Philadelphia Eagle. The news broke. A lot of fans out there 
were upset about it. We had a Twitter poll out there on Twitter, on our, on our FanView NOLA Twitter page, and a lot of people didn't approve of the trade. I mean, we, right now we're looking at what? We had, according to the poll, we had 62% of the people didn't approve the trade. We're going to start this thing off with Coach Hen. Yo. Did you approve the trade for Chauncey Gardner and John? Did you approve of the trade or you like you against it? I approve of it. Um, one of the things, um, if y'all go back and watch, um, I can't remember what episode that we did. when we was talk- It was after the, the draft. And once we signed Marcus May, um, G had alluded to, you know, Charlie Garner-Johnson possibly, you know, holding out or well, technically holding in. You know, that's a new term so you don't get fined and stuff. And I just started looking at the, the roster. I was like, okay, he's not trade-worthy right now because you just had – you lost Marcus Williams. We've always been a three um, – Safety, mm-hmm. um, um, four two five um team, and the one thing I was like, all right, we just we we had just you know this is right after the draft, so we just we signed Marcus May. You still had um Gardner Johnson, and then you drafted um Lantez um Lantez Taylor. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Then um and undrafted it was um you got Smoke Monday. So I was like, that's still you don't know because we didn't have we didn't have PJ back for sure yet. Uh, and then once we signed, once we got PJ back and we got Tyron Matthew, um, I was like, and then you knew they was gonna keep JT Green for special team purposes. Yeah. So right. I was I was sitting there like, okay, it's this is one of those like if if he doesn't fold, he's he's go he's going, and it's look I, as a fan I get it, but you know. You know, part of this job allows me to like look at it through my fans' eyes, but to also look at it from the business eyes. It's a great business move because I'm a big opponent of you just don't let nobody walk away for nothing. Um, uh, G has been big on saying how you know he should, you know, Gardner Johnson should be like the the highest paid nickel guy in the in the in the league. And, you know, and it, I, you know, it's, to me, it's either hit or miss. Like that nickel position is like it's one of those like it's a novelty to have, but they rotate so many different bodies in there. Like they'll go, they'll go pull somebody. Or schematically, you could kind of do things with with that position to where you know, I, it's hard for me to like to get a, a for sure cap number on what that position actually in holds. And then there was like there was four million away. You know, that's a big number in contract negotiations. You know, uh, because it's like four million a year. It wasn't like four million overall. There was four million a year away. So you know, you you got you got them in the fourth round. You got you got something in return for them. And to to be honest, I just want Saints Saints fans to be encouraged because Bradley Roby is really a nickel guy. Marcus May does everything that Charlie Garner Johnson does, but Charlie Garner Johnson might be like he's more like. Um, I guess the word would be like erratic, emotional type type thing. Draymond Green like. Um, Marcus May is actually a better pass coverer. You know, you know, is better in the in like with the ball in the air type thing. Like you know, his numbers shows like he was in. The, it was a reason why when the Jets drafted um, Jamal Adams, knowing that he was limited in the coverage 
type that they drafted him right in the next round right after to like, all right, you you hit safety blanket, let him do all the dirty work, you clean you clean up. You know, we lost Marcus Williams as well as that. Also you got Tyron Matthew, brought PJ um Williams back, you got the Taylor kid. And like this is still one of the best one of our best secondaries that we ever had, even with Gardner Johnson going. You gotta look at the long term too. You got um Nick McC- Eric McCoy who was drafting the same draft as um Taylor he, his his contract's coming up if James has the year that most of us is hoping that he have. You're gonna to have to have money set aside to pay him. Michael Thomas money kicks in now. Kamara money kicks in now. Lattimore money kicks in now Ram as check. well. Ranchak, well, his big money don't kick into next year. But you also you have to have that that cushion to pay these guys. You also got to think, hey, if Davenport does anything decent, yes. Nah, is he a twenty million dollar? Because no. his his injury pass doesn't doesn't allow that to be to be the case. But you still, Tommy. you know, that's a position that we had an abundance of talent to where losing the guy in that spot was not detrimental. It's not like we lost Lattimore or somebody. We lost, you know, not saying that he's less impactful. He, we just lost like the emotional guy for us. Right. I, I didn't think again. You you lose that Draymond Green like affectious player again. In terms of approving the trade, I do approve the trade. I'm not a, I'm I do not approve the compensation. I do think that he is a a guy if you had to look at this from an offseason standpoint, you could get a day two pick. Whether it's a second round or third round pick, I do think you could get a, a day two pick for Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I think at the time of what happened when he's traded, the contract negotiations had broke off. But to me it just seems like it's something else that, that was happening at this time of this trade. You trade, you get, you receive a fifth round pick, then you receive a sixth round pick for I think the twenty twenty four class, and you also send off a seventh. I think the draft compensation, he's a higher value player. To me, at the time of this trade, I looked at the trade. I'm saying to myself, man, I've seen other guys just get this. The, the compensation just reminds me of a player that if you could not get something for him, it kind of gives me those vibes of this would have been the guy you were you have would release. Think about Alex uh, Leatherwood over that now with the Raiders, who's mm-hmm. a former first-round pick. Matter of fact, I think same draft class. The Raiders couldn't get nothing for him. Right. And they released him because he wasn't going to make the team. You see still, a lot of, still owe $7 million. Still owe $7 million. So when you start seeing guys get traded right before camp, the, the vibes is that guy was not going to make that roster. So they had to get something for him. Now, Chauncey Garner-Johnson was going to make this team. But the draft compensation I wasn't happy about because I think he's a day two grade now mm-hmm. at the, in this point in his career, and that's not what they got. So it, it gives me the, the understanding that something else happened after the contract negotiation. Maybe he was you know, being the toxin in the locker room. There's probably going to be some reports later on saying that, hey, listen, you know what? Him in the front office just started really butting heads. Something. When I see the draft compensation, I was not happy about it, I, but I know the depth is there. But the draft compensation, I've done on proof. People got to understand this is not the NBA. I, I, I have this conversation with people all the time. You know, people want to throw these draft picks around and say, well, you should have got a second rounder. You should have got a first rounder. You should have got a third rounder. That is high-value picks. One through four, really one through five, is high-value picks. Dep- depending on the draft, but for sure. But for sure, one through four is damn sure. I, yes. can, I can go and find you a plethora of fourth-round and fifth-round players in the NFL right now that are starters, that have made multiple Pro Bowls. So, you know, in hindsight, the average fan, they just looking at it and saying, we only got a fifth-round and a sixth-round for him? 
We should have got a second rounder. I'm going to be honest with you. Chauncey Gordon is not worth a second round pick. He's not worth a third round pick. Nah, I do think he's worth at least a fourth rounder. And you got to understand, defensive players don't go for high value picks like offensive players. Like, Agreed. think about it. Stephon Diggs went for one first rounder. Wow. Stephon Diggs is a franchise type player. Yeah. So you telling me. Offensive players go for more money. Yeah. They so, go for more draft compensation. Yeah, so, so Chauncey Gordon went for a fifth rounder. I thought he could have. They could have at least got a fourth rounder. But hey, you know, the, the Eagles are playing hardball. And when you six to seven million dollars away from what you trying to get from the from the team you that you're a, on, you had a big disagreement. Most players be two three million dollars off. They was yeah. six to seven million dollars off. And the next part about of it is, I'm really good friends with Chauncey Garner's agents uh, with Universal Sports, and he alluded to me that uh, they went to Dennis Allen. And the front office about him playing safety full time. Yep. He didn't want to be a nickel yep. and be labeled as a nickel because back anymore. Why? Because Tavon Young money. for the Baltimore Ravens is the highest paid nickel in the league. You know how much he's getting paid? I think it's like three point four. He's getting eight, like eight point seven a year. Right. When you look at the the safeties in the league, the top, the the I think the tenth yeah. highest paid safety is Quandre Diggs. He's getting like ten point nine a year. Yeah. Right, Fitzpatrick and and Duran James are getting the most. Duran yeah, uh, Duran is getting nineteen, and Fitzpatrick is getting eighteen. So Chauncey going to trying to get in that type and of market. He, nah, he just he's trying to get a position. He's not going to be paid like a top three safety, correct? But he's going to be in that top seven, top eight, which is going to put him at about thirteen mil, 14, fourteen mil versus getting paid seven mil. That's seven difference. eight million dollars off. And so that's why the move was made. And people don't got to understand the grand scheme of things and the big picture and the business side of it. Dennis Allen has set this roster up accordingly with Tyron Matthew, uh, with, with Marcus May, with P.J. Williams, with uh, Justin Evans, who has had a, had a phenomenal preseason yes. and a really good yes. training camp. Yes. Right? And you have your team uh, uh, fixed accordingly and your personnel in place to how you want to play your scheme. Putting Chauncey Garner at safety full time wasn't wasn't going to benefit us this season. No, and so I think that made Chauncey Garner and and his agents, you know, pretty upset. They understood it, but it was upset about it. So you know what? It's best for us to part ways. You know, Chauncey Garner Johnson can be a lot. Uh, it was already reports that uh they had some problems with him during minicamp, not camp. during training camp, but during 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 minicamp. And so I thought it was smart. To get to just get him out the building, Definitely let him move on, let him go get paid like he's supposed to, let him go yeah. play full time safety with the Eagles. The only thing I didn't like, I would I wish we could have found a partner in the AFC, because can you imagine if we got to face the Eagles in the playoffs, and we got to go against him? I just I don't like that. I and the Eagles are set up this year to possibly make a playoff run. I would have rather him get traded to somewhere in the AFC. Uh, I. To me, um, this was one of those like they didn't want to linger, type right. type deal. I don't think like if if you couldn't find nobody in the no no no, no somebody I, 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 anybody you know what I'm saying. Especially knowing like the quarterbacks that you have to find, but then also what did his gee you know this here's the the nature of the beast. We've never seen Charlie Garner Johnson at safety in the league, not full time. 
So it's like at all, really. so like so even, really the Eagles gambling. Yeah. So, oh, cool. so even so like let's say they've been gambling give, this whole offseason. Give, give give me somebody in the AFC. They ain't you, gambling with AJ Brown. You know what I'm saying? Give give me somebody yeah, in the AFC. Um, so, um, G. They ain't, they ain't gambling with AJ Brown. Who will top, gonna be a top five receiver this year that I had on my list? All right. My bad. That's neither here nor there. Give, give me somebody in the AFC that you would have been comfortable with him going to. Just give me some. The Chiefs. So so I so I'm so I'm 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 Mickey. Yeah. I call I call I call you and like hey. I got this um this kid that we you know we we about to move you know trying to go Johnson oh the Nickelback that that's gonna be your first question well you know when he when we got him as a safety he hadn't played safety in four years right mm-hmm. I don't know so we, 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 all right well what, what you asking for uh fourth or fifth I mean I got a seventh then you got then you just you, then you got your assistant calling around you know we you know we interested in you know get rid of Charlie Go Johnson somebody like hey I got two picks for you right here all right hey, all right you know appreciate you Mr Chiefs. Right. What you got? Because like, and then also like, Mickey has like they have that relation. Like people forget they got a, they got a really good relationship with, with, the with the. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so, like if people forget like when Malcolm Jenkins went to went to to the Eagles to sign like in, in the off season, they called Mickey was like, you know, hey, tell us about this guy, and he was like, okay, he's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? We just actually had, you know, a sp- we couldn't afford him. But you know you won't be just you you won't be displeased with him. Now we got some comments here on YouTube. One of the comments is "Stop it, coaching." <laughs> and I got it. Uh, this is CT. Uh, stop what? Stop what? You gotta say what you gotta. You gotta say why you're saying stop it. You can't just nah, say, stop he said he said coach no. Hen. I don't see coach Hen on there. No, this on YouTube. He said coach Hen. Mm-hmm. What do you say? I'm about to read it now. He said, "I think it's more so that that we do business with y'all. Eagles already got y'all first round pick for next year." Then we got, then we got to pay him. So why give up a second to fourth round pick for that? He says he's also played sixty nine snaps at, at safety in twenty nineteen, forty eight snaps in twenty twenty, and just like nine last year. We definitely taking a chance to put him at free safety. You, you can stop there right there. Okay, CT, let me explain something to you. Since you think you know what the hell's going on. <laughs> so, so first of all, the Saints, Not the, clap back. The, the Saints run a hybrid defense, which is a four-two-five, which means that it, the, the way the NFL log snaps at position is once you if a motion happens and he rolls up to rolls up to safety, they're considered him being at safety that play, ah. even though he's a nickelback in this game. Well secondly, secondly the, the the pick earlier was it was a throwaway because we had money and like G alluded to, if you've been if you've been watching enough, the first round picks is a high value pick. But if you got money and a young core team, it's kind of a hindrance for you right now. Unless you put, unless you invest in that first round pick in a a quarterback, right. b a safety, c a, a tight end, or, um, I mean a cornerback or wide receiver, high high um high money um free agent va- values. So. We do business with y'all. We've been more successful, y'all. Outside of the one fluke win over the over the, over the pages, we destroyed y'all asses. Ooh. So be grateful for our hand me downs because we don't get nobody from y'all. I like that clapback right there. You, you on a roll, baby. You on a roll. <laughs> I mean, like, 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 you on a roll. <laughs> but this, this, this is what people don't like. Ever since Dennis Allen's been, aso- been associated with the Saints, I don't know, River. we've been doing like a 4 2 5 scheme. I, yes. I, 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 I asked um, Fred this earlier, and like he like kind of stumped him with it. Like, all right, all, all CJ Gardner Johnson did was replace Von Bell. He did the same thing. And the reason why he couldn't get on the field as a rookie because, like, all right, Vine started showing showing his potential at safety. We couldn't pay we couldn't pay that price. He went with Cincinnati got his money. Von Bell replaced 
Kenny Vaccaro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is this is a like if you're a Saints fan, be happy. like this is a, this is a position that no matter what the name on the back of the jersey is, we get high value out of it. And people forget that also before Vicaro went to um, the Titans, that he spent a lot of his his what year three and year four season with us hurt. So like it was just a rotating door at that spot, but we still got potential out of that. We know how to get it. Now you about to put a proven cornerback right there where you could have Marcus May do what he naturally does, but he has no problem coming down. You don't have to rush a rookie in there. And you still got Paulson Debo who's been playing out of his damn mind. I think, I you, see, got, you got I Marcus Lattimore who's going to fill in that role. It, well. I think I think it, it, to me it depends. So like, like I'm gonna put Parson Debo on the outside. To, to, no, no, no. Parson Debo is going on the outside. But I'm saying like like it depends on who you're playing. So like if you're playing uh like if you if you're playing the, the Falcons, you would want Marcus May right there because nine times ten they gonna put Kyle Pitts in in the slot and you got a scrambling quarterback. Whether it's Mariota or um, Desmond Ritter. That allows you to put P.J. Williams up behind him, and now you get a capable cover guy right now. But if you're playing a, a team like uh, give, um, a team that's like wide, wide receiver heavy type, not where they don't put their tight end like in a slot like talking about, now you can put Bradley Roper right there, and you still have two top dogs at, at, at cornerback. Right. I mean, at, at the safety. At the end of the day, we are strapped. In the secondary. For the first, for I'm the first not, time. I'm not the... concerned about losing Chauncey going to Johnson. Did I want to lose him? Hell no. no. He is infectious. He brings a sense of urgency to that defense. He brings energy. He is a really good player. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of depth at the safety position and at the cornerback position. I'm not concerned. We got Marshawn Lattimore, Paulson Adebo, Alante Taylor, Bradley Roby, the way Justin Evans looked in preseason and training camp, I am I don't have any concerns about his injury from two years ago anymore. Yeah. Tyron Matthew, you know what the badger gonna bring. Huh? Instinctive. Smart. Huh? They gonna they gonna fool him around and let him play that robber role in the middle of the field. Like Marcus Me. You heard what Demario Davis said? That's one of the best safeties he ever played with. We are strapped. And this is his second time playing with him. Yeah, and then look, PJ Williams. Look, if you don't re- if you don't remember last year when we moved into safety, PJ Williams might have rejuvenated his career. He might have added three or four more years to his career. He's the reason why, by moving to safety. He's the reason why you don't give the extension. And I'm not saying Marcus, he, him and Marcus are the same guy, but I'm saying him moving to safety made that situation. It's yeah. cheaper. It's, it's, look, look, it's less expensive. We signed. Look, look, look. PJ got a one year deal. Yeah, yeah. 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 one year deal. What Marcus got like 40, cheaper to keep him. Like like forty three. Yeah, like five year deal, forty five year deal, forty something dollars. That's seventy million. Who? So, Marcus who? Williams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. right. And and and, and you got and think about this. Think about this, bro. We have a lot of versatility in this secondary. Alante Taylor could play corner. They say he could play nickel. Yeah, he could safety. Play, he could do what Mike. What, what, he 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 could do what Malcolm Jenkins was doing. For yeah, PJ Williams could play free. You could move him at nickel sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Tyron can move down and play nickel sometimes, depending on the package. Right. Right? You could put you could move Tyron to, to one deep high. You could do a lot of different things with this personnel. So I'm right. I'm not concerned. Look, you know, good riddance. Uh, and, and good luck to Charles going to Johnson. I hope he gets his bag okay. from the Eagles. I hope he has a fantastic season. I, I'm happy and 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 whether it's the Eagles or anywhere else, whether it's the Eagles or free agency, I hope that he gets it. He got traded yeah, to the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles um, didn't give up a, a ton of compensation for him. Yeah. And so if the Eagles can't get it right in the offseason, I hope he gets his break. I'm happy for him, man, and he deserves every penny that he's gonna get in the offseason. 
this this is uh, kudos to Mickey Loomis. You got you you, you bit you let Mark, Malcolm Jenkins walk away for free. You let Von Miller work. Walk, I mean Von Miller, Von Bell walk away for free. You let Trey Henderson walk away. For free. You said enough is enough. God damn it! If we can't, if instead yeah. instead of sitting here saying like, all right, you tr- wait and try and see, and then we can negotiate later. I'm gonna get something now. Get something now. And you you did you you did you you don't fall into like the the Raiders just did. You don't fall into that dead cap space, to, to, which is something that we've been that's been killing us for years yeah. and years. So now you learn and you got Junior something Gullet. back. Boy, Junior Let like was robbing us for blind. Listen, and I'll leave it at this before we move on. Listen, I got a credit since we got Jeff Allen inside this organization. I know it didn't work out with him as a general manager of the Miami Dolphins, but, but since he's been here, talent, talent, the talent has come, and I think it, 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 it's made it me beyond questionable to question this organization's decisions on how they try to do it, you know players and contracts and what have you. Again, I'm all for Chauncey Garner Johnson. I love the way he plays. He plays with that infectious attitude. Some I love from a player. I hope he gets his money, whether it's the Eagles, whether it's somewhere else. I hope he has a great season. I hope there's no injuries for him. I wish that he does his thing because I'm a fan of him. Just not against us. Just not against the Saints. When well, he gets we're the Saints, we're gonna, we're gonna it's, it's bombs over Baghdad. But, he, he, um, let me say this before we move on, and let me just put this on y'all, on y'all mind, Saints fans, if you're not really understanding the landscape and how the NFL works. You know, a lot of y'all was butthurt about Chauncey going to get traded. I'm telling you now, if it ain't next year, it's definitely going to be the year after where Camaro will be playing his last days in black and gold. Yep. Yes. He will not get to a second contract or a third contract. He will not get to a third contract with the Saints. I can promise you that it's just how the NFL works, works. When, it, when it comes to running backs. He, the only way he will get to that third contract with the Saints is if he's willing to take a lot of less guaranteed money. I was about to say that. I was about to say that, that that's right. that's going to be the only way, and that's just the landscape of the business. And Mickey Loomis has done a great job of being able to, you know, add and replace – Right. We lose key players like that. It's just, it's just the nature of the business, and you got to understand that. That's just what it is. Now, moving on. NFC South talk. We got the Falcons. Wah, we got wah. the Panthers. Wah, wah, wah. The Buccaneers. And the Saints. Who that? Who wins the NFC South this year? Is it even a question? We didn't win it last year. Eh. The only reason I'm confident, well, way more confident we than I was, is because... The Bucks offensive line is so banged up. Yes. And, yes. you know, they said Tom Brady took 11 days off for personal matter. I think he took 11 days off because he saw how bad the offensive line going to be <laughs> and how injury prone they are. And he wondering how the hell he going to get through this season at 45 years old. And I agree with that. If we was getting to Tom Brady easy the last two years when they had the offensive line at full strength, what you think going to happen when they got all these injuries? You can't put no backup against this front seven because no. we would demolish you. And so, with that being said, I think we we move on and win this division once again and, and take what's, what's ours. And I think if the Bucs can't solidify that offensive line and get, you know, Jensen and all them boys back healthy and at least, by, yeah, at least by week six, week seven, in trouble. Woo, we might run away with this division hands down. I don't, I don't see Jensen coming. The, 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 the injury that he got, I don't see him – you know, he's already on the hour, which means he can't come back for week four. Speaking of hour, Trevor Penning is on hour, but they haven't disclosed how long he's out for. The, 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 the thing I hate 
about I, um, I don't know what's been happening they keeping that on the on the wraps huh the, 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 I need the, to know the past, that's our blind side the past couple of I don't think he was gonna start of, the season. Um, the past couple of um, years, they've been doing this out indefinitely, suspended indefinitely. But hell, they'll say that, and then like two days later, the person back. I don't know what indefinitely means anymore. Indef <laughs> to me, indefinitely means like, are you done? <laughs> that what it means to me. It definitely means. I don't that. know what it means to everybody else, but like the, that. But that's. But he he has a, you he, out out. <laughs> he, he has he has a, some ligaments issues. But like Fred said, he I don't, he wasn't starting at all. No. He wasn't to me. Uh, Trevor Penning was was not going to start the season. I think they were going to go with Maurice Hurst to start the season. As the season went on, they, I think they're going to do. Who asked? Who asked? Would we not afraid to break Baker Mayfield? Who asked that? Please tell me. That's on YouTube. Was it CT Gray again? Uh -uh. CT Torres? Uh uh. It went CT Torres. Y'all not afraid of Baker Mayfield? Man, hey, Magic Mike need 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 to get his. He he need to stop buying bleach. From from the Fred House of Bleachery, first because, of all, because because if you if if you think we worried about the Panthers, it is look man, this is I I felt confident last year, even after with the with the bus come back, had we not we still beat them, you know we would have won the division if we if we if we wouldn't have dropped the game to to the Panthers, the week after um, James got hurt, mm -hmm. correct? You know that's just that's just that's just what it is. Um, hey, so they front seven got after us. You know what I'm saying? So it, Ooh, it, 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 it was wasn't, bad. It wasn't like you know we just bad. we just walked you know, Brian like Burns. got 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 <laughs> blown out. Burns <laughs> stop. Who he raped that day? <laughs> Who was it? Burns. The what? You say where he come from? No. Who he raped? It was Armstead. Yeah. Man, killing it. He took to the woodshed. Left, right, Kill up it. the middle. Killing him. And then, and then, and then after the third sack, he act like he got hurt. Killing him. <laughs> you, you welcome. You welcome to her. Shit. Listen, I, I first and foremost, the Falcons. I, I just can't see it. They play. They playing for C.J. Stroud. Uh, I don't even know because they got they got they, Desmond Riddle. Yeah, that was saying. I don't yeah. know what they, they they playing for. Will Addison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he's from Atlanta too. He Could might be. be. They missed out on Deshaun. <laughs> You know, all all the massage um, parlors are mad and all that stuff. You know, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they have a lot of money in the massage parlors. The strip you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so, all so, the above. They gonna get. Will. I can't do Atlanta. Atlanta is is in the lottery. They're gonna be in the top ten. Uh, I don't see Matt Rule keeping his job after this year. Him and Baker both gonna be free agents. That leads to Saints and the Bucks. And to me, I think the Bucks. Let me just be honest with y'all. At some point in time, this Tom Brady still playing quarterback charade. It's over. It's over. You call Tom Brady a charade? This playing at forty-five. Tom Brady still playing at a high level for it. What the hell are you watching? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. He playing a high level. It don't matter. He yeah. just won a Super Bowl the year before last. It don't matter. At forty-three, charade is a high. How many forty-three-year-olds you know can play like that? Oh man, at, man, this is listen. This is gonna come, what you mean? This is coming to a close. He this is coming to a He's close. He's still playing at a high level. His game is not predicated off of athleticism. He's a pocket passer. Okay. He's gonna outthink you, outsmart you, okay. and he 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 uplifts his teammates and makes them play at a higher level. Okay, that's what makes him so great, and that's why he's the goat. So what are you talking about? You think he's about to go out here and help the Buccaneers get to a playoff postseason? If the Buccaneers' offensive line didn't have the injuries, I would be very very concerned going against the Bucks. I, I, what the hell are you watching? What no. the hell? You just you can't not disrespect the goat like that. No, to, this to, at some point in time this is over. And I don't you I don't throw the goat around like a lot of people. No, he is the goat. Okay. But this this but this
Tom Brady every year getting them out of retirement, getting them now he's back. In, listen, he only did it one year, Fred. The point is, you're 45 years old, and at some point in time, Father Time is undefeated. It catches up to everybody. His game is not predicated over Father Time, bro. His game is predicated on now throwing his, the ball. Now, if his <laughs> arm, now if he can't throw that that deep comeback from the left hand to the right side of the field no more, then we could talk about that. Like how Drew Brees couldn't throw over 20 yards. Listen, that's not the case of Tom Brady. Okay. Tom Brady is still slinging that thing. Okay, th th to me, stop this, it. This, okay, this, stop this, it. This is my okay. big. This is my biggest question about the Bucks, because right. we we we've, we've said this about this about our team. You know, man, Dennis Allen. You know, he go he gone from being a coordinator to being the head coach. You know, this they replacing this one, they replacing that one and stuff. And we hadn't said it about the Bucks. Ty Bowles. Ty Bowles. His second stint as a head coach. He's not over the defense no more. He's over the whole team. You know, we don't know who their coordinator is. Um, you know, even though Brady and Arians butted heads a lot, he still had a big hand in the offensive game plan. So you, you lose that person to the front office, and now it's surely on Leftwich. It's surely on, you know, whoever's replacing Ty Bowles and stuff. He might not, he might not be a – he might be a 3-4 guy, but he might be like a, a passive 3-4 guy. Might not be like a, a blitzing type like Bowles was. It's like it's a lot of – and then it didn't happen like when the Saints ha happened. Like you, you got to go through the draft knowing that this was going to be your guy. You got to – you know, all this stuff happened. This happened after the draft, you know, while, you know right before OTA. So it's just like we, we hadn't talked enough about that. Yeah, I get it, Tom – Brady was great, but hell, you gotta give the coach. You got at some point, the surroundings and all that stuff is gotta come in effect. Like I knew what, with the offensive line and stuff going down, I knew exactly what Bruce Aaron would do. He did it. He did it in Pittsburgh when um the year they won a Super Bowl when they had some offensive line issues. Um, Ralph back. He did it when he when he got when the Cardinals got Carson um. Um, Palmer, mm -hmm. um, when they when the whole right side got hurt, like back to back to back in um, in consecutive weeks, you know, hey, start drawing the ball to the running back, get it out quick, you know, doing stuff in it and stop taking deep. Like you, it was, boom, it, it's it's a staple of what he was doing. Right. We don't know what this team's gonna do now. And now the guy who 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 never like you just said, who never was big on athleticism stuff, get the ball out quick. Part of the reason why he could get the ball out or make the right throws is he had time. He ain't got time to move. You lose Ryan Jensen. You lose your, um, Tristan, Tristan, Tristan Worth. Um, I think one of the guards is kind of banged up too. Mm -hmm. So it's like he's like now you coming in with twos and in some spots threes because and that ain't gonna bowl well against the Saints and see and, and, and all this, the Panthers. This this is what people feel no, like in the in the league. Hell, a two might be a two over here. But he might be, hey, he the backup for the center. So now the guard goes to center, and now you got to put a the third per, the third best person at this spot right there. And you, it ain't gonna work. And you, hey, great. The only break you're gonna get in the division or for for the front line is at Atlanta. Is Atlanta, and you're not gonna get a break at the D tackle position because you know Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett. So is you so like if if that up the middle like and now what does this do to your ring game? What does it do to to all this stuff? You know. I mean, you you got Chris Godwin, your second best receiver. He's coming off of an injury. Yeah, there's no obviously they they released that dude Tyler um, Tyler Johnson. Mm -hmm. So they still got LSU. Um, no, that's still Grace. I'm sorry. Yeah, they got the dude. I don't know if they still have or Miller, Scotty Miller, Scotty Miller. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Godwin is coming off an injury. Mike Evans. Nah, Hamner. Hamner. Cole Hamner. The receive I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. KJ. I, KJ. KJ Hamner. Yeah. The kid out of North Texas. I think he's going to have a big role, too, with him this year. We're going to see. Did, uh, didn't they get, um, 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 God damn it. He, he, he played, he was like, for, he was the guy that stepped up. Um, Jet Street, right? Jet Street left. Russell, J, Russell, Russell Gage. Gage. Didn't they get Russell Gage? They got Russell Gage. From Joe Atlanta. Yep. They got Russell Gage. Yep. He's going to move the chains for him. But I would say this. The thing that I think that what makes the Saints, to me, my favorite, and it's just not a biased opinion, we, we always talk about offense and defense, but we never want to mention special teams being a fact in football games. I think the Saints have one of the best special teams in all of football. With their punter, now have Will Lutz being back. I Thank think the, God he's back. The field position game, to me, the Saints are going to control a lot of people's pace. Deontay Harris. Deontay Harris is going to be coming back, filling with punts and returns. So, to me, the Saints have arguably one of the best special teams in football. In is it Harris or Hardy? I think Harris. it changes I seen that on a I don't know on a final fifty three thing saying Hardy is Harris. It's definitely I, I, I don't, Harris. Maybe change it to Hardy. I, I, don't, oh, I, don't, oh. I don't. They I don't, had a, they had somebody that was in camp that last name was Hardy. I don't know how they got that mixed up, but he's Deontay Harris for sure. Because they, they for keep, sure they keep they keep they I'm keep like, flip flopping. Like, he changing his name. They changing wow. his name. I'm like I don't know what's going on. Is he in a legal battle with his name? I don't know. <laughs> but I will say this much: that's that's why I'm looking at to me. The Saints have the best special teams, and to me, when you have a guy like Will Lutz, you could change you could change a game six points either way. And so, with that being said, I have the Saints having the edge of winning this division. Will Lutz was out last year. James got James got hurt. To me, those those points matter. You talk about an NFL game, a six point swing is a big difference. And to me, having Will Lutz and you having a punter who can boot that thing eighty yards down the field, I think that matters a lot. So, I got the Saints winning the division. To me. Hands down, when it's all said and done. Quick, quick question: While we still talk about the Saints, who are y'all most disheartened about that didn't make the final fifty-three? I know, I know who G's gonna say. I know yeah, who I G's mean, got, yeah, he's gonna say Desiree Dixon, Desiree Dixon, Lucas Cruel. I thought, look, see, I don't think they, they did. To me, they didn't give Lucas enough opportunity. Yeah, and in, in games and joint practices, he was doing really good. That's though. what I'm saying. But like in the in the games, it was like they didn't give him. So it was like, but I. So I didn't talk to Dejon Dixon myself, but I talked to somebody that's very close to him, and he just said that understanding the playbook and just knowing what you're doing consistently when you get out there is is very hard when you're not getting that many reps. And so everybody know the talent's there, and it's just hard for somebody to come in and and get catch up and and grabs that offense that fast in that short amount of time when you're only getting. Four five reps of practice, right? And so that's why they put him on practice squad. Lucas Crew on practice squad too. And right. so now you get a year to um, learn to learn that offense and, and, and understand how it is to be a pro. And the good thing about what they're doing on practice squad players Six, now, sixteen players now. Not only that, but they let them travel. Yeah, um, yeah. That was a good. They ain't let them travel. Yeah, and so home. I think all home. that they home. They started right after the pandemic. Yeah, I think that's big for. Somebody like a Dijon Dixon and a Lucas Cruel who could possibly be somebody we look forward right. to seeing on this roster in the future. Because I'm going to tell you, bro, Lucas Cruel has all the makeup to be an NFL tight end in the future. And so does Dijon Dixon. So I, I would um, say this. Those two was the one. I, you know, Smoke Monday, too. Smoke Monday. Yeah. But, yeah. again, when you got a practice squad now, let's, you know, obviously before 2012, it was five people on the practice squad. Obviously, I think in 2012 it went up to 10, I think. Uh, 2020 went up to 12. Now it's up to 16. With all the concussions in. Right. They, so had to, you, they had to up the number. Up the number. You got to 16 players now on a practice squad. That's over 350 new positions on practice squads from 2012 to now. And so I'm happy about that. So when that guy who could now tr- also travel with the team, I'm not that 
disappointed about the roster because a lot of guys are practicing with the team, learning the system. It, it isn't like, man, you only had five guys, you know, five guys to leave in there. You got 16 now, and that makes a big difference. But moving forward, Super Bowl prediction. Season starts next week. Who y'all think will be the matchup going to be? Who y'all think coming out of the AFC? Who y'all think coming out of the NFC? Who's going to be that Super Bowl matchup y'all think is going to happen? I'm, I'll go first. Uh, you can call me biased, but, I mean, if you just look at the roster. And, oh, hold and, on. And, Not to mention, hold on. Did y'all see Marcus May got arrested on aggravated assault this morning? When it rains, it pours. In New Orleans? I don't know where else you're going to be. Aggravated assault. That's one of the comments on YouTube. They don't know what they're talking about. Let's see the same guy that was talking about. I'm going to look this up. They don't know what they're talking about, man. But Super Bowl predictions. Um, yeah, it just made me lose my train of thought. Uh, you know, not trying to be biased, but if you really go evaluate and, and look at the Saints roster top to bottom, we have arguably the best roster in the league. We have a lot of depth. Um, the yeah. coaching staff is still intact, even though Sean Payton is gone. I know that's a big deal. I think Dennis Allen, Dennis Allen learned a lot being under him these last five to six years. He, you know, versus when he was in uh, with the Raiders, his first uh -huh. head coaching stint. I think this time around, he understands how to deal with, you know, players and run a team better. Um, Pete Carmichael uh, finally gets his chance to be the primary play caller. Been under Sean Payton since 2006. I think he, you know, might even make this offense go to newer heights. You know, we'll see. But far as the roster, we have all the makeup to be in a Super Bowl. The only question mark, and I've been saying this since the offseason when we signed him. James. Jameis Winston. If Jameis Winston makes good decisions, we're playing in a Super Bowl, hands down, because we have too many weapons on offense, a really good offensive line, a front seven, and a secondary that is loaded. And so there's no reason in the world why we shouldn't be playing for the bowl because I don't feel like anybody else in the NFC matches up with us with that roster. In the AFC, I'm torn between the Chargers and the Bills. Uh, wait, hold on, wait. Stop. 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 Hold up. I said yeah. the Chiefs are going to win the division. Well, I said, hold but up. They don't win the division. <laughs> yeah. I said, but they don't win the division, though. Yeah. Yeah. Stop sliding, yeah. making it bounce, Paul. Yeah. The Chargers have, have a better roster. Okay. Than the Chiefs. Okay. Right? Sure. But the Chiefs got Pat Mahomes, and they they just battle-tested. And Super Bowl champion, they've been there before, blah, blah, blah. Right? Right. But when you just talk about the roster, the Chargers have one of the best rosters in the NFL, just like the Saints. Correct. Them, and, and then when you talk about the Bills, Bills same who way. was right there in the thick of things and should have probably be, should have been playing in the Super Bowl. Goddamn Leslie Frazier. <laughs> I mean, goddamn Leslie Frazier. Man, that should be out. We should coin that God damn. <laughs> the hell you was running? Come away, on, man. away. That's How many seconds they had left? 12? 13. 13 seconds? 13. They got from the 20 to they 36 in 12 seconds. In, in three plays. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I like the Bills and see, the reason why I get a Bills a slight, slight edge because they've been there before. They went through the, through the trials and the tribulations and the playoffs and, and got that, that gut punch of almost getting to the Super Bowl and not making it. Uh, you lose Brian DeBodo, who was your prime, who was the offensive coordinator last year. He's with the Giants, Giants now. now. The head coach, Brian DeBodo. Now, 
Ken Dorsey's the OC. I, I just don't know how that's going to go with Ken Dorsey and, and, and Josh Allen. How, can he elevate that offense like it was under the bowl? We'll see. But far as the roster, the Chargers have the better roster. I mean, I just don't know about Brandon Staley. I don't know. I don't know. I question I, his two-point conversion and every time I, I he don't can know Brandon, down. I don't know. I don't know if Brandon Staley can lead this team to the promised land. But for us, the roster go. The Chargers have a Super Bowl roster. So with that being said, I'm going to go with the coaching. Um, somebody like Sean McDermott, who, who has been one of the most respected coaches in the league. Josh Allen, you know what he could do. I think he has a chance to win the MVP this year. If he's not the MVP, he's going to definitely be a finalist or right in the thick of things to win it. Um, uh, Tredavious White comes back to add to that uh, that defense. You add somebody like Von Miller with Ed Oliver and them boys and Edmonds at linebacker, that defense is going to be tough. And if you got to go to Buffalo. Who I'm surprised you left off your top five list. I watched it last week. And when you said when you didn't say him, I'm like, okay. When I didn't say who? Tremont Edmonds. I, I couldn't put him over some of them guys. I'm sorry. Who you going to take off? <laughs> I, that's, that ain't my question. When people say stuff like that, I'd be like, who you going to take off? Roquan Smith? No, 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 no! You had you had a better list by far than Fred. Oh, oh my God! But the only, the, the only thing I'm surprised y'all how Demario not number one. I just don't get it. There's a guy named Darius Leonard. There's a guy named Demario Davis. I I I love Demario. Hey, hey, I can't give it to him. Over. Here's my Darius Leonard. He's 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 healthy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he covers. Mm-hmm. I like Darius Leonard. Yeah, that, that's that's the that's the one day that to me like that's the one day. That's the only, That's what he got. That's over. the one day he did. You know what I'm saying? Before as like Darius Leonard. In I this, don't think he the leader. That what that Demario Davis is. That, correct. That I don't think he gonna get them guys to rally around him like Demario Davis. Even Flues didn't use him to like line up the defense. He actually used the safety to. That's why he's not. It's like one A one B. I'm surprised y'all didn't put him over there, man. I, I have, I have I'm sorry. I'm Fred won a third. Your list was bad, Fred. No, it wasn't. You had Bobby Old Man Wagner in that motherfucker. Bobby Wagner is a, is, a, is an all pro. He all wheelchair. No, he's not. There's a reason why Seattle let him go. There's a reason why Seattle let everybody go. They, they bad. They trade. <laughs> they, they traded. They, tra- no, they didn't let uh, DK go. They didn't let Tyler go. The who? Okay. They let their quarterback go. Yeah, okay, so, so Russell Wilson bad? Let their quarterback go. Oh, right. We know, we, know, we know he not bad. He was still paid. They didn't even attempt to pay. Um, if you losing, you know you about to is, lose. Why am I going to keep him as, in the linebacker? Answer your question. Answer the question that you asked. Okay. Super Bowl predictions. I, Hold up. I, you oh, cut I'm me off what yeah, I was I'm saying. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Brandon Staley, though, the head coach for the Chargers. Question mark. I, yeah, he's a question mark. He's just not proven. I don't know how he. I don't. I don't know how he's going to react if he gets get inside a, you know, the divisional round or AFC Championship type of moment. Can he handle it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Lombardi is the OC. Um, I just don't know. You don't think the Bengals can make it back? Depending on that defense. I think that defense just got – they were so opportunistic last year. They just got turnovers at the right time. I don't know if they're going to have that kind hey, of look that's on their side. The I don't know. I don't know. But they, they lost Larry o- Obergenovi to um to the Steelers. That's that's big. That's big. He was like their best interior pass rusher. And then, look, and then you got yeah. Joy Bosa and Khalil Mack on opposite side with Big Tillery in the middle. Woo! Kenny Murray and Mike. Derwin James. Asante Samuel Jr. The Chargers roster is, is retarded. J.C. Jack. J.C. Jackson. Jackson. They, they, look, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, uh, Jalen Guyton. 
They added Gerald Everett, who I think is an underrated tight end. Austin Eckler. Yeah, Austin Eckler. Then they, they drafted Isaiah uh, Spiller from, from Texas A&M. Mm -hmm. Boy, they got the roster. But but they don't win the division. But I, they, I, because I just, I'm not sold <laughs> on the coaching. I'm not. And look. I'm but you sold, sold. You're not so sold. Close, but you, but you, sold, you sold enough to, for them to be in your Super Bowl prediction. But I, I said the Bills. Them oh, or the Bills. I said you, I was you, torn between yeah. them and the Bills. But I can't. I got to give it to the Bills oh, okay, because okay, okay, okay. the coaching okay, okay, and the Bills have been I, there before. I, 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 they they I, went through the battle tests. I, 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 I heard it. I heard it. Yeah. Other, okay. Yeah. But far as the roster, they got the best roster in the, in the, in the AFC. Not even close. The Chargers have the best roster in the AFC. But when we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> You would tell you were sitting there like just belittling like when I say the Sante, you like Asante Samuels, Asante Samuels, like yeah. They just added Sonny Michelle too. Not a power, you know, but he got he got rings, got a ring. I just I'm a believer in championship pedigree. Andy Reid, the enemy, Pat Mahomes, you know they, you know all of them coming back. Chris Jones on a D tackle, you know. Wine throwing here, safety. Them boys coming back, sneeze. You know, I just believe in championship pedigree. They've been there. They know what. It, they know what it takes to get it done. But goddamn, Leslie Frazier. Um, I, I, you gotta you gotta consider the Bills when you're looking at the top and bottom in terms of the roster with Josh Allen and you know Diggs and that defensive line, especially when you got two All Pro safeties back there. You got to consider all those things with the Buffalo Bills. I do think the Cincinnati Bengals can get back. I think they did some things on the O line that could help. With Joe Burrow, we already know about Jamal Chase. We know about Tyler Boyd. They're bringing um, Hayden Hurst to play tight end because they lost the other tight end. T. Higgins, we know about Joe Mixon. The, the offensive line is what hindered them to really making that plateau. They didn't, the, but the spotlight is on them. And you still got Trey Hendrickson. I think that, that their defense could be opportunistic like they were last year. To me, they make it back to the Super Bowl. And I don't know if the outcome is identical, but to me, they can make it back. That's the team I'm picking. The Saints have the best roster, top to bottom, especially in terms of the NFC. I think the Saints get there really due to their special teams' efforts. I, I really think people just disregard special teams. I think what Will Lutz being back pushed, gives that Saints that edge. If it came down to a two-minute drill and, and we need to get to that field goal, I think you feel so confident in the guy of Will Lutz getting to that field goal strike. Having, that, having Will Lutz is big time. It's big time. It makes your play, your play calling different. Different. You call a game different because you know you got a guy who can go out here and tie a football game, a guy who can go win a, win a game winner when you know the game is on the line. Yep. And I think not every team in the NFC has that, especially the ones at the top, like the Rams. I don't think the Rams have that. If you look at the Packers, I don't think they have that. So that's why I have the Saints come out of the NFC because they had to come down to – a two-minute possession, and the Saints got the football, I have all the confidence in the world that the Saints could go down there, and if they need three points to tie a football game and three points to win it, they could get over the hump. So that's why I got the Saints, and I got the Bengals coming out of the AFC. Uh, I don't know why y'all looking at me. Y'all know I don't, I don't – You don't make predictions. Yeah, I don't – Like, I wouldn't make – Well, you need make, to start. <laughs> I, don't make, I don't make predictions to, like, right after like, – I bet you predicting what St. Helena going to do this year in high school football. We got we got a good chance. That's all. That's 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 been my mind. One week at a time. Huh? Yeah, one week. At, one, I don't want to hear that politically correct. <laughs> hey, that's what I. Hey, gee, how long you been on me? 
Long time. How long I've been saying this? Long time. <laughs> it ain't gonna change. You need to change. <laughs> nah. nah, I need you to evolve. Mm, it's I'm, I'm, this ain't I'm a predictor. This, this, this ain't. This, I like to predict the future. This ain't Pokemon. Nostradamus. This ain't Pokemon. I told you I'm about to start coming yeah. away with my cape. Yeah. Hey, hey. Pick Ian Book in the fourth round. Did you pick him getting cut? I didn't. Yeah. Hey, Prop. Hey, <laughs> Mr. Cleo. Hey, but, 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 but I ain't but, say what he was gonna do. <laughs> This is this this is why because like one like a king just 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 pointed out real quick like AFC is so deep, um, yeah. You know one one team that the t- that nobody's talking about the, is the damn is uh, Broncos. Well, well, the, I, I, to me, I was talking about like the, the Ravens. Like they had like a historic bad injury written season. Like in, and Lamar still had them. In, you know, in 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 fighting chance, you know, say Stanley, you know, that, <laughs> the it goes on. The, the type, you know, and it, we all know we watch football long enough. We've been involved football long enough to like run the running game is what you see that prevails in the playoffs. You don't want to see that rushing attack in in the um in oh, the, no. in the um, playoffs. You know, you don't want to see Derek. Um, the Titans. You know, you don't know what, what you know what will happen with them. Even though I'm not a big f- a fan of you know of 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 them as a whole in this in this outlook, but uh, to me, like because week eight, you you see like how coaches are going to handle their teams and whatnot. Um, you know, like somebody like Pete Carmichael with us, who's been uh, you know labeled as an office coordinator, but not have hadn't really had to call plays plays for the past what 16, 20 years. Now he now now is his time. Right. You know, I've seen some stuff that he was doing that that like in the preseason that Sean Payton didn't do. You know, as far as the talent on the roster is there, uh, just like with the Chargers, just like um, Quiet is kept, the Eagles, just you know, it's, it's a whole lot of what is you know, but, but didn't like an injury at the wrong time could change at the at, in the wrong slate of, of games could could, could take you from being you know right here to like could you imagine, like I forgot that we, we we when we talked about the schedule release earlier. And there's like like heavy run t- like a heavy run team. Could you imagine like we don't have Demario Davis for that for that period? Yeah, we talking about week six through week thirteen. You know, you know who you know who I didn't hear a lot about in the preseason? The linebacker we drafted from Appalachian State, Jackson. I he, he got an injury. I think he's on IR. Okay. He's on IR for the whole season. He had an injury. Yeah, I didn't see is that, that's the one. Is that the one that messes Achilles up? Yeah. Was, okay. So he, he off for the season. Yeah. Out for the season. I didn't yeah. even know that. You know, so it, it, you know, it's, it's, how they got past him. Uh, I just but like if 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 you talk about like the ro- like just based on rosters without seeing without without the vanilla ness and everything based on roster I see like the AFC championship possibly being the Bills and the um the the Chargers the NFC championship being the the Saints and that that's the to- the, the that's the toss up behind fact. Yeah, I just, it's a talk because um, Eagles are a possibility. The Eagles, well, you know, it's, it's it's like they have the que- the same question mark we have. Yeah, the quarterback spot. You know, what I'm saying I think our, our defense is better than theirs, but then like they have a they have a game changing um, D tackle in, in Fletcher Clocks that that could do, and they you, they drafted Jordan Davis, Davis too. So like them two together is like ooh, Kobe Dean. I mean, you know, what yeah. I'm saying you don't you don't know what that's gonna shape out to like Darius Slade corner. Like uh, you had Chauncey going to Johnson. You know, what I'm saying, but you you about to see him at, at safety now. So like, you know, then but like to me, like if you put him at safety, it's, it's like it's a reason why the Saints didn't put him at safety. Yeah, you yeah. know, and and like only only in house know, knows that. Yeah. Um, you you talk about like, hey, if Trey Lance does just enough. 
just like Jimmy Garoppolo did, mm-hmm. and then you also still have Garoppolo on on the um on the roster as well. So like, if an injury at Trey Lance doesn't won't won't derail they whole they whole regime what they doing because he's been there with that roster and all that stuff. The guys still like him. Um, you know, you still got the champs. You know, I don't I don't think they're a big as big of a threat as they were last year. But it's, at the end of the day, they're still the champs, right? And um, you know, so it's, it's just too. I, I need I need to see like you know it you know. Week eight, I'll give y'all a better answer. Week eight, that's that's, that's that's a long way. Bills and Saints for me, man. The Bills and the Saints. That's a long that's a long way of me saying the week eight. Give me yep. week eight. Well, listen, I liked it. We, we, we resume. I appreciate LADD. it. <laughs> well, listen, guys. Everybody been tuning in. Um, y'all know what we'll ever do on Fanview Live each and every Thursday. We always have a guest caller. On our show, we're back. We're back to football, baby. We've been doing basketball for some time now. Yeah, man. Yeah, we had Coach Lazy about three weeks ago. Then we yeah. went basketball, basketball. Now we got the the, the running backs coach. coach, my boy, Coach Jason Washington from Mississippi State on FanView. Man, it's been a long time coming, Coach. Man, I know you. I know y'all getting ready for Memphis on Saturday, man. Thank you for taking some time to come on FanView, man. Talk some football. Uh, just talk about, man, what y'all been doing to get prepared for this season, man. I know last year, the first year, Leach got that, man. Y'all, y'all had a losing season. Mm-hmm. Last year, he was able to get a winning season and win seven games. Thanks. What y'all doing, man, to get prepared for Memphis on Saturday and, and, and you know, have an even better season in year three? Yeah. Uh, first day, what's up, fellas? Uh, <laughs> uh, just want to uh, tell y'all thank y'all very much for, for getting me on, man, and I enjoyed uh, – you know, watching y'all's and yeah, listening to y'all's uh, y'all's uh, podcast and stuff, and so appreciate it. Uh, I'm fired up to be on, man, and, and and can't wait to get down to the boot again and and come and see y'all. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks. Uh, but uh, no, nah, we're, we're we're ready to go, man. I, I I'll tell you this, you know, to answer your question, uh, any program that you take over, it's about uh, you know making steps in the right direction, and obviously from year one to year two. Uh, we've been able to do that, and um, of course, this year we're looking at hopefully some big things. And you know, our guys are excited, tired of hitting each other, and ready mm-hmm. to hit an opponent. But uh, we got a tough team coming in this week uh, with, with Memphis. Memphis. Uh, obviously, we played them last year, uh, and they beat us. Uh, and so, um, you know, last year's last year. But uh, you know, we just need to come in and, and play our ball game. And uh, you know, we've been talking about just playing physical and being disciplined, and those two things. Uh, hopefully will allow us an opportunity to get a dub. Coach, this this that boy Fred. Listen. Who was up? Your man? your your whole coaching career, you've been on that other side of the ball. The say it with some say some say with some respect, baby. The that, dark side, baby. That's what we <laughs> do. <dirt. laughs> <Other side, laughs> the ball. Tell them coach. other side of the ball. Coaching defensive backs, coaching corners, coaching safety, even coach special teams coach. What made the change? What was what's so interesting about the offside of the ball? You've been coaching corners for so long. I like corners, but it's a hard job. But talk about your your now job now with coaching running backs. Yeah, um, I'll tell you this, man. It, it was uh, an opportunity. Coach Leach gave me a chance. He, we sat down and talked, and he said, "Hey, I like how you work and what you do, and uh, and obviously you've had uh, a lot of years and some success coaching defensive backs and." Mm-hmm. Uh, want to try to progress your 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 uh, your opportunity to come in and, and learn the offense, and so I was like, "Hey, let's do it!" And I've always that's always been a goal of mine, a dream of mine to get on the other side of the ball and mm-hmm. and listen and learn, and uh, hopefully it makes me a better person and better coach 
uh, later down the road. And so obviously uh, my mentality being a defensive guy on the dark side, you know, it's like, <laughs> all right, here we go. And now getting on the offensive side and just kind of seeing how the inner workings and, and that type of stuff has been awesome. And, uh, you know, obviously with coach Leach and I tease around with him all the time. I'm like, man, at this air raid, I'm about to get a minority air raid certification. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's been good, man. The, the running backs have been uh, uh, awesome to work with. And I'll tell you this, what, what, uh, the thing that uh, I hope that's helped them is now they don't have to think, you know, they're, they're able to anticipate. Uh, I try to give them little nuggets on what the defensive line's working to try to do. Hey, this is where your hole should be. Uh, linebackers, defensive backs looking in the second level, understanding when blitzes are coming and some of that other stuff. Yep. So hopefully my expertise or my knowledge on the defensive side yep. will right. allow those guys to be able to help uh, on the offensive side. Good point. Yeah, that's a great point. Coach Washington, man, this Coach Hurricane him. Man. What's going on, my man? Not much, man. Hey, man, take care of my two players you got up there now. You got you got Jave and um, Tyrus Wheat up there, so take Yo, care. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'll tell you this, man. Both them dudes are, are, are big-time ball players, oh, yeah. man. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. so happy we got them. Shoot. I'm like, <laughs> Jave, it was funny. Jave, man, uh, uh, during scale yesterday, he had two picks yesterday. Come uh, on. Didn't look good on us, but it was like, man, hey, we maybe need to get him on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with all that damn, with all that lift he got. Hey, hey, Come on, big teddy. The crazy you know, thing was. I'm you, hey, that's a long joker, man. Yeah. Hey, the crazy yeah. thing was, like, as a freshman, he was like six foot. And then after the pandemic came back, he was he was, he was my height. Like, man, what have you been doing? <laughs> but, I don't know what's in that water, man. Growing like a weed. <laughs> <laughs> but coach, let me let me let me ask you this question, because uh, like 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 Fred alluded to, man, you 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 spent majority of your career on the defensive side, you know, in, in recruiting and all that stuff. How does that translate to the offensive side now? For like, what are you looking to add to your room? Like when you when you looking on huddle, are you going? Into um, like different coaches' offices and stuff, watching watching the prospect. Right. Like, how does that translate into like what you're trying to add to your room and what are you building for your room? Absolutely, and, and to to be honest with you, coach, it, it's more like our entire program. You know, I'll tell you this: we're always looking for guys um, that that love to play the, the the game. You know, and that's the thing that we're asking a bunch of because there's y'all know there's so many things right now that distract young, young men from the internet to yep. other people and a variety of different things like that. And right. So, you know, we sit around and ask so many questions just off of what's their passion for the game. How much do they love it? Do they love to play football? Do you love to study the game, you know, and, and trying to get all those, uh, those little things that, that we won't know that w whenever it pops on film, you know, yep. we've, we sit there, we can study and see, you know, all the physical attributes, but what are the things that uh, you bring um, that, uh, that make you special? And so that's the big question. That's probably majority of the first question I ask a bunch of those guys, Hey, how much do you love the game? And then tell me why and t show me or, or tell me examples of what you mean off of that. Then after that, man, it's, it's, we always need guys that can run. I'll tell you this, yep, especially yep. in my room. Um, guys that can take it the distance, that can run, that are physical, um, uh, that can take coaching, uh, not just, you know, hard coaching, uh, but uh, those guys, man, they're wanted in every program and guys that can do things right. We're going to teach you all the little things. Now it's how much are you willing to open up your heart, open up your chest and say, hey, coach, coach me. And, right, uh, right. And make me a ball, better right. ball player. So um, those are some of the big things, Coach, that we go in 
and uh, and look at and and uh, man, it's been good, especially down in that area uh, with those ki- those guys from Louisiana. Man, we love them. We love them, and <laughs> I can't wait. Hopefully, I can go back and and uh, pile up a car of them. <laughs> Coach Walsh, you know, I know when you talk to guys when you're recruiting them out of high school, probably ninety nine point nine percent of them tell you they won't play in the NFL, and right. you coached at the University of Houston. You know, University of Texas, Texas, now Mississippi State. Well, you got you've seen guys get their name called on Sundays, and you've seen them go through that process of 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 you know coming in as a true freshman and putting that grind and putting that work and being a student of the game. Uh, what does it take for a kid to come out of high school, come to a college program like a Mississippi State, and 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 understand on how to be a pro and get their name called on Sunday at some point? Yeah, uh, you know, gee, I, I tell everybody this, man, and it's kind of a, a, um, it's a quote from Muhammad Ali, and he talks about you have to work hard in the dark to shine in the light. And, mm. uh, man, I always wow. say that and, and, and tell that to people. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's about hard work. Um, it's about being able to fight through adversity because we all go through adversity and, uh, you know, are you a man about it or are you just going to let that convert uh, that adversity continue to whoop you? Yep. And, um, you know, and a lot of these guys that have that opportunity, they, they understand, they, they trust the process. Uh, they get into, you know, situations where um, they learn their body continues to grow. They get into a routine of being able to eat and sleep. And obviously, as you get older, man, you're going to keep on growing. Yep, and then right. it's the guys that stay hungry. You know, and, and uh, that's what we always talk about. No matter if you're, where you're at on the depth chart or what's going on, um, man, stay hungry, uh, stay motivated, stay in, in tune, and uh, and understand your why. Why are you doing this? What are you yep. trying to get your goals? What are you trying to get accomplished later down the road? So that's the big thing, man. And, yep. and uh, uh, those guys that have success, man, they, they understand. And, and I'll tell you this, man, we talked about – to. Uh, uh, the other day with our guys is, hey, understand your role. You know, sometimes you're going to have to come in and your role may be a scout team player. Or, hey, you're just going to be a special teams guy. Yep, right. But we all seen it. Those special teams guys make a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. They make careers. Yes. <laughs> and so it's, it's, uh, and once they can understand that and, and listen to the right people and get the right people in their, in their corner, in their circle right. and that type of stuff, that's, that's where you see those guys that, that, uh, that have successful careers in college and make it to the NFL. Yep. Coach, listen, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. When you look at the SEC, cause you now coaching here and you coached now previously in the big 12, talk about the, the, the difference of experience between or the different, levels of competition between the two. You coach now in both conferences now. Right. So talk about some of the differences you experienced now, now, now that you're coaching the SEC prior to coaching it in, in the Big 12 and coaching the AAC when you was over at University of Houston. Right. Now, I'll tell you this, man. It's it's uh, When I was at – I'll kind of start off with the University of Houston. When I was back there in 2015, uh, it was crazy. I mean, obviously at, at U of H you got – um, superior athletes yep. across the board, man. And it's a, it's a little different makeup with a lot of those guys, um, uh, just mindset-wise and some of that other stuff. But um, really, really athletic. Um, you know, as a defensive guy and looking at scheme-wise, it was more – we saw everything from 
uh, spread offenses to you go in that following week, you play Navy and they're triple option. <laughs> triple option. Uh, and, and, I mean, you're seeing everything, but uh, I'll tell you this, it, it made me a better coach because I had to prepare each week for uh, a variety of different offenses that we may see. And so uh, that was really cool about that and being able to see that. And obviously in 2015, we had a great year, um, had some really good athletes, like I told you, and was able to play uh, Florida State in the Peach Bowl and, yep. and, and mm-hmm. beat them in 2015. Uh, and then, of course, progressed on to, to Texas. Uh, and I'll tell you this, the Big 12 and the SEC, and a great example was uh, when we played uh, LSU in 2019 uh, when I was at Texas when LSU won it. And, um, you know, it, it was obviously a big game for us and a big yeah, game for big them. Big game, and, huge. Oh, shoot. And, and I'll tell you this, it was uh, – we always talk about it where um, I think the biggest difference that you see is up front. Uh, offensive line and defensive line wise, uh, you see some massive young men uh, and that are able to move and that are physical and some of that other stuff. Um, and, you know, I think around the the the, the skill position wise, uh, you got cats everywhere. Yep. You know, um, I, I believe I truly believe in that. But what makes or breaks, I think, in the SEC and Big Twelve are the guys up front, offensive line wise, defensive line, and linebackers. I think that's what makes a difference. And then. Obviously, you know, if, if you got a signal caller and a quarterback that can do some special things, he'll take you a long way. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> now, now, Coach, one thing I like to do is when we when we get coaches on that looks like us, you know, uh, want to talk about the, the journey mm-hmm. um, that went to. Now, you know, right. I know you, you started off at, you know, Texas Texas State. Then you went to the school on the wrong side of Scott Street, you know, said that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you back for that. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know I know my stuff, (laughs) Coach. And um, and now you you know you you didn't. This is like your second um Power Five conference school that you're at. You know, if you for a young coach that's that's that looks like us, that's trying to get you know out of the high school ranks into the college ranks, you know, uh, you know, up to you know the highest possibility they want to grow. What would be your advice to them? Yeah, uh, I'll tell you this, man, and, and the good Lord's blessed me, you know, and, and, and I wouldn't be in the in the spot that I'm at if it wasn't for a guy named David Bailiff. So I played for him. He's the head coach over at Texas A&M Commerce now. But, uh, you know, I, I played for him, and uh, I kind of I tease around. I kind of got fed the, the golden spoon. To, you know, I was, I was lucky when I got into this business. But, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's about it, – relationships obviously it's about um treating people right it's about um being able to communicate um and everything else is going to take care of itself i think that when i first got into this 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 thing has changed so much where it's you know uh the love the genuine relationships with uh with young men and also with colleagues and coaches and so you know i say the biggest thing now it's trying to develop and trying to um, get around as, as, as many piece of people as possible, but at the same time, having a, a, a tight circle where it's a handful of guys that you can rely on mm-hmm. and count on and getting in good with. And uh, that, those are the guys that I see blossom. Right. And that's what's happened, you know, for, I'm fortunate in my career. Uh, you know, I mentioned guys like, uh, oh, goodness, uh, Leslie Frazier, who's um, uh, <laughs> defensive coordinator with the uh, Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and he's a, he's famous he's a on Fame Live. 
<laughs> you know, he's an unbelievable mentor for me, but uh, he's allowed me an opportunity of making calls for people. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, who's obviously the head coach over at the Arizona Cardinals, we grew up together. And Come on. Wow. Uh, Didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, so we stayed in touch. And obviously when uh, uh, Coach Leach had this job open, boom, he called. Uh, you know, I get fired up just looking at, for example, Marcus Freeman. Uh, you yep. know, I'm just talking about yeah, head coach. I know the day. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he he's he's done an unbelievable job at a young age of, you know, making those connections and understanding, hey, this is how hard I work. This is the person that I am. Uh, you can always count on me. Um, I'm going to get these guys right. I, I'm able to relate and communicate with these with these players. And I'm able to recruit and shoot, man. It's going to open up the doors for so many people. You know, you're not just a ball coach no more. Uh, right. There's so many things that you're involved in. So uh, that's my biggest thing, man. And, and and just continue to plug away each and every day. You know, what I do now, and I still try to do it because you never know where your next job's going to be. Uh, you know, I take a time out in the morning. I write three notes to uh, this head coach, this uh, coordinator and this um, position coach, yep. you know, just wishing good luck or whatever right. it is, just to make sure that, hey, they know who Jason Washington is. If, you know, it comes down the road that I need something or anything like that. That's right. big time, that right. coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back and coach these corners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't have no hair. I'm like, the- <laughs> Coach, uh, now I know you, you know, you've been coaching defensive backs all your life and now you're in the running back room. Uh, what's your what's your thought process as it pertains to uh, running backs are kind of losing their value when it comes to yeah. getting to the NFL? You know, back in the day, 10, 15 years ago, you had running backs going to top five, top ten. You you know, you might have three, four running backs going the first round. Now, you know, NFL teams are looking at running backs like, man, I can get an undrafted running back. I can get a, dra- a running back in a, in a later round. No one picked in the first round last in this, up, this past draft. Right. No. So – uh, do you think it'll ever get back to where NFL teams are valuing running backs? And do you run into that issue with kids that you might be recruiting, saying that, Coach, I know I played running back in high school, but I don't want to play running back in college because I know it's going to be harder for me to get to the league and I might not be a high draft pick. Yeah, no, we, matter of fact, we talked about it yesterday in our position meeting. And I said, you know, what type of value you're going to bring to the table uh, for NFL ball club? And I put up figures for them and, you know, kids want to see the whys and the facts. And right. so I said, Hey, here's, you know, the facts that, that go on. And we all know that back in the day, shoot, man, them dudes were going, yeah. uh, uh, you know, first round, five, six of them in the first round. And now you're not seeing it that, that, that often. And so, uh, you know, what I was preaching with them is okay here's where, you know, everything lies right now. And we're fortunate right now, this game, I, I kind of call it basketball and grass now, where you got to be athletic in, in what you do. And so our scheme, the air raid scheme, you, you're seeing concepts like that around in, 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 in the NFL. Yep. But now it's, they want to see those backs. You're not seeing too many Derrick Henrys being able to run up right. and, down the field and knock people. Right. You're seeing a lot more Alvin Kamara's and some of those other guys. Christian that, uh, McCaffrey's. Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey's, yeah, yep. that are good in space, that can catch, that can uh, create one-on-one matchups. And right. so, um, but at the same time, we all know that their life expectancy as a back uh, is, is not very long. You take some beatings. I yep. mean, it's, yep. you know, especially in the so, SEC. Oh, absolutely. And so, right. you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm 
I'm thinking that it will get back to where it used to be um, um, as offenses continue to uh, evolve into mm-hmm. doing a, a bunch of different things. And we always talk about it. Being on the defensive side, the thing that we always talk about, we have to stop the run. Yep. And uh, right. and if we can stop the run and make, you know, offenses one-dimensional, one we have a chance. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think the value off of that, um, being able to run the ball, being able to – more durability and mm-hmm. being able to be able to do that, I think that you, you're going to see a lot more backs start getting into uh, – uh, into the hopefully the first and second round again. Gotcha. gotcha. It's, gonna, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. I, I, I'm a believer that time always repeats itself. Yeah. Absolutely. I be, it, I'm a believer be, that. I, I think it, I think it could get back there, but the thing I'm, I'm looking at is it's the amount of carries. Like those guys used to carry like 300 times in a season. Yeah. 350 in a season, and you're not really yeah. seeing that from backs no more. You're seeing 150. 200, they get the reception. Well, you last longer, too. Your, your, your durability in the NFL, you know, instead of playing four or five years, you can play eight years. But not just yeah, that. You get that pension. You're trying to get that pension, coach. It's that pension. Now. <laughs> <laughs> then you got guys. The pension will get you, you right. Yeah. Oh, oh, what? Yes. 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 But, then, yes. but then you got those backs where you it's you and somebody else. Like, right. if you look at the Cleveland Browns, for example, with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, you can start getting some of them backfields where – it's the dual, you got these dual backfields. And, you know, you start seeing that in the early 2000s with Fred Taylor and Maurice Jones Drew. Mm-hmm. But it's starting to now sprinkle up around the league. But, you know, even with the Saints, with Mark Ingram now being back yep. and Alvin Kamara, yep. you start getting these dual backfields. And I think it's a good thing. But then again, we're not seeing what we used to see. Yeah. Like yep. we had in the previous time. Coach, my last question. No, you I want to talk about the journey of some of the differences you've seen in college football. Like when you first got in this game, how the game was being played to how it evolved to what it is now. What are some of the things you like about the evolution of college football? Yeah, first, you know, obviously, um, uh, I think the opportunities for these kids to be able to brand their name and the NIL and some of that other stuff, um, uh, I think is good. You know, it's it's uh, these universities obviously make a uh, a bunch of money off of um, these game. I mean, these these young men, and uh, I think them have an opportunity to uh, market themselves and market their name and that type of stuff. I think it's good. Uh, hopefully, in the right manner or right way. Um, you know, does that add pressure to them and some of that other stuff? Uh, hopefully not. You know, and and hopefully they're educated enough and trying to educate them on. Hey, this is what you got to do to be able to brand or market your name. Right. And I was talking to him about it the other day. I'm like, if you're not a good ball player, guess what? People ain't going to want to put money in, into your right. project. So, right. uh, so what you got to do, you got to work hard to yep. be a, you know, a good name right yep. there. You know? Can't tell them all so, that, Coach. They got Twitter. They got other validation. Right. They got Instagram. <laughs> they got other stuff, man. They got right. 3,000 views. They think they somebody. Running yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I think that, you know, in, in hindsight, I think that that that's that's been good. Um, and, and hopefully we can find a balance where, yep. you know, it's, it's going to be for not just one person or two per- people on the team, I think for everybody. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that's good. I think, um, believe it or not, the Internet has been good um, from when I first got into to now. You're seeing guys going all over the place and having opportunities to go to different universities where when I first got in, it was more regional. Now you're seeing guys going up to wherever, Ohio State and and across the country 
uh, because of the internet, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, obviously being in Mississippi state, I, I don't like it. I want to, you know, put a fence around uh, you know, right, in, right, in, right. In Louisiana and Mississippi and that type of stuff. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I got into this business for these kids to, you know, for them to have an opportunity and be able to go to different places and, and see different parts of the world. Cause we all know if it wasn't for athletics, man, we, I wouldn't have been able to get on a plane, right. uh, uh, fly to different places and see different things. And so, uh, I think those, uh, those two have been really good, uh, as the game, I mean, you, you it's, it's, uh, the physical mentality of the game has changed, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Um, you know, obviously with uh, um, the quarterbacks taking care of quarterbacks, look, I'm going back to my defensive mind itself. Targeting! Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> taking care of quarterbacks and taking care of people. And, and, you know, I sit there and I laugh sometimes about it. I'm like, this guy, you know, throws a ball over the middle and he gets a receiver or running back gets knocked out. And I'm like – that ain't it. Right. Ronnie Lott couldn't play the D. <laughs> ain't Ronnie no more Sean Taylor's coach. Yeah, Ronnie Lott couldn't play the D. <laughs> ain't no more Sean Taylor's. Ain't no more Cam Chancellor. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you. So, you know, and, I, and like, I mean, I always protection and, and taking care of people is, is always important. But, yeah, the physicality of, of things has really changed from, from now and rules and some of that other stuff. Yep. Yep. Coach, my my last question for you will be gonna be a quick twofold question. Quick twofold question. Uh-oh. All right. Uh oh. <laughs> Game day. What's on? What's on the playlist? And what you're dressing in coming against Miss Memphis? Yo, man. Oh, listen, I was, I was talking about it. I was talking about it earlier. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so I was, you know, I was asking the running backs. I said, Hey, what you listen to? What what kind of get you hyped? And they were like, Coach, what you listen to? So I said, I'm an R&B kind of I, There we go. There we go. Okay. Earth, wind, and fire. Okay. Earth, wind, and fire. What we got, Coach? What we got on the Earth, plate? Earth, wind, and fire. So, hey, Earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> I'm knocking into some jagged edge. There we go. There we go. See, heartbreak, yeah, man. Listen, so, yeah, you got to listen to Joe. You got to support your ball head, fellas. Okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, that's Tyrese, baby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I knew for some reason. I knew we had something. Coach Wars, I promise, his personality gave me gave all that he listened to R&B on game. Yeah, he gave it all. I'm telling you, I'm trying to keep it chill. So I do it. He, he never, uh, don't so get too high, don't get too low. Listen. There you go, exactly. He never, so, uh, Darnell Jones in and out. No, there ain't no doubt. So the thread-wise, all right, I was looking in the closet and, and trying to figure it out, so. I'm going to go a little old school. I got a little Sean John. Okay. <laughs> okay. What, what, what you know, color? Back in the day, yeah, you used to get after it. So I'm like, man, I haven't whipped this thing out for a minute. So I said, hey, I'm going to try to put it on. I don't know if I can fit in it yet. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what color Sean John, Coach? Uh, it's a hey, it's a it's a dark kind of a darkish brown Sean John. Oh yeah, you're gonna be clean. Baby blue tie. That I'm gonna oh, and that baby. Clean. Hey, coach. Hey, no, you can't go wrong with the color blue, baby. That blue gonna set no, it I'm off. Telling you. He gonna be clean. <laughs> he gonna blue be gonna clean. set it off, baby. He gonna definitely <laughs> hey, be clean. I yeah. gotta send you a picture. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 G, send you my number. We, we connect. <laughs> hey, hey, I found me a, a good friend in Starfield. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, 
Y'all saying that y'all better come on up here, man. Oh yeah. Hey, oh, look, yeah. hey, hey Coach, hey Coach, look, I got a brother that stay in Columbus, and I got a I got a niece that that's at school right now. So <laughs> bring some of them kids from Santa Lena up there to Starkville, man. Hey, I'm the, the, look, why you think I said give them my number, G? <laughs> I got the, I got two people in my old school up there. I need more. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there you hey, go. Come on. You, hey, y'all know this door is open for y'all. There you go. There you go. <laughs> they go RB again. There you go. Coach, man, appreciate you taking the time out your business schedule, man, to come on fan view. You know, we got to do this again in the near future, man. Yes. Good luck to y'all on Saturday against Memphis. I will be watching. And I got a message for you from yes, Mr. Sir. Sean Preston Sr. <laughs> he said next oh, time you come to Louisiana, he got a whole bunch of crawfish boot and waiting on you. Boy, I can't wait. Hey, I went to the St. James game. He brought a big old cooler. I was like, hey, I ain't staying. I'm out of here. So <laughs> <laughs> when I ate on that thing like it was running out of style, man, it was unbelievable. He so, told me he got you dog. right. He <laughs> told me he got you right, coach. <laughs> but yeah, man, appreciate you, man. And uh, hey, you know, I'll hey, be tuned in on Saturday. Y'all. You know that. And hey, if I can ever be of any assistance for y'all, man, y'all don't hesitate to to give me a call or come on up here and uh, shoot, man, this door is always open for y'all. Appreciate what y'all are doing down in New Orleans, man, and and, and, to, and for those kids, man. No doubt, Coach. No doubt. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Good luck. Yeah, appreciate it. Now, Hell State, now I'll ask y'all later. There right. it is. There right. it is. Man, he, hey, hey, Coach was doing so good till he said Hell State. <laughs> Coach, he got he to represent. I know, represent. I know, I know. Got to represent. I know, I know. Look, they going to have it out for Memphis on Saturday. How Memphis beat them last year? I think that's the game where Memphis beat him on the last play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On, on the punt return? It, yeah, I about to say it was well, like. Austin, the kid that got drafted by the Steelers. The yeah. Steelers. I think like it was like some flukes that it, they thought he it, touched. It, it, it was, he, it, the, they were, he was down. He, by all yeah, means, I, it was something it, 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 it was down, but then the referee didn't blow the whistle, and then he just picked it up and took it took off, and it was like. And I want to say Mississippi State was up, what, 21-0 in that game? Yeah. And, and, and were, Memphis came I, back? I, I think it was. I'm not sure if they were 20, I know it was up 14. It was going minutes. into the yeah. going into like like that last like five minutes of the third, and then like they they um Memphis was driving and they scored like right in the beginning of the fourth. Yeah, yeah, just one yeah. of the occasions. Yeah, listen, yeah, Coach Wall's good dude, man. Been knowing it for years. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that treats the janitor like the CEO. He's one of those guys, man. And what he was saying about writing a note. You know, to different people that 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 he met along the way, man. That ain't that ain't a facade, man. He really means that, and that's why, you know, so many kids gravitate toward him. You know, at Mississippi State, man. I know a bunch of them kids in there in the defensive back room, like Sean Preston Jr. You know, he was so hurt when Coach Washington had to move to the other side of the ball because they had built that kind of bond, that kind of relationship. You know, his daddy. You know, how many how many daddies you know have a relationship like that where they want to, you know, give them food and give them food and take care of them when they come right. to Louisiana. You know, it just that, that goes. That goes to show you when you treat people the right way, you know, people give it back in return. It's bigger than the game. It's bigger than the game. Yeah, it's bigger than the game. Well, listen, we're gonna get into our little last segment of this show. We're gonna talk about upsets, college football, a little quick LSU, Florida State, that matchup. I know Coach ain't gotta go in a little who your matchup. You got practice, baby. I yeah. get ready. No. Take the high school football upset this weekend. Any, t- any upsets we're looking forward to this weekend? Nope. College football. Everybody win. <laughs> listen. I got one potential. I got one potential upset. I feel like he about to say something. Reckless. Watch out for Oregon, baby. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Watch out for Oregon. Watch out for Oregon against Georgia. It's two versus five. Ain't no upset. That's three versus 11. <laughs> I'm about to say, you tripping. 
Georgia's three. Oregon's eleven. Georgia, Oregon ain't winning. Watch out for watch out. Watch Crystal ball gone. Watch out for Oregon. Crystal ball is in, 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 in Day County now. All right, I'm I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, your boy from Auburn, the starting quarterback, he got his he got his, he got his OC from Auburn up there with him. Just you know, and you know how. Bo, Bo Nix, Nix he, like, he, like he like the Brett Favre of college football. He, oh, he, he like run he around back, and like, want to throw a pass. I'm just telling you. Nothing. I'm just telling you. And if you go back to the history of Kirby Smart and Nick Saban, they struggle with quarterbacks that just improvise all the time. Watch out for Oregon on Saturday. If Bo Nix starts, they ain't got to watch out for nothing. Watch out for Oregon. So, let me see. I got one selection on here. Anybody that come into Death Valley at night and win against a David Randall defense, you better respect them. Believe it or not, teams never seem to kind of fold me down. I got Troy taking out Ole Miss. Brock Hayes, my boy. <laughs> Brock gonna love to hear that. Listen, I got Troy taking out Ole Miss. Man, man, trust me. Man, Ole Miss always find. Ole Miss a way. got the transfer from USC. Uh, forgot yeah. Dart. Dart, yeah. Dart is a big time. They got uh-huh. the running back transferred in. Uh. Got his name, uh, but Ole Miss loaded, man. Ole Miss loaded. They they gonna they gonna be really good this year. I I actually think that Ole that's, that could possibly be one of LSU's losses this year. Oof, tough. Speaking about LSU, LSU versus Florida State. You call you what you saying? What are you saying? Yo, I'm saying this. Uh, I watched the game. Look, people been talking about this all week. You know. Florida State, Norvell in his in year three. That's the year where they get it together and all that and figure it out. And they played a game. LSU didn't play a game. Who has the advantage? That game don't matter. I, but I'll say this. It, I feel like both teams have an advantage to some degree. The advantage of Florida State is they got an opportunity to build some confidence and go against another opponent and, and see, you know, how it looks. Going, You know, when you're going against yourself every week, it gets old. And so I, I think that's that that plays a factor into this game. The next thing of it is LSU has some film. Hey, he got some film to watch. Florida State ain't got no film to watch on Brian Kelly. They don't have any film. To, I mean, they could go watch Cincinnati from, from Denbrock. And, but no, but they played, but it, but but Brian Kelly played them last year when he done Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Notre Dame, but he, that's, yeah. that was Tommy Reese and Marcus yeah, Freeman. It's different personnel, different yes. type of play. Like Notre Dame, they have the receiving core. And the personnel that the LSU has is, is different. Then you got somebody like Matt House, who was the linebacker coach at Kansas, with the Kansas City Chiffs. They've never seen how he's going to interact and right. how he's going to call plays as a, as a DC. So I think from that standpoint, it's a, it's a disadvantage to Florida State. Man, right. man, they don't got nobody that can block Mason Smith, Ali Gate, yeah. John. I agree. Because look, Duquesne front seven was giving him a little problems. They was getting penetration. I mean, I know they they rushed for three hundred yards with three running backs and all that. I want all that. I seen throughout that game where Duquesne was getting pressure, and so that's that's been uh, the story of of Travis's life since he's been a quarterback at Florida State. I mean, he's been running for his life for, for since he's been there, and so like you say, one of the one of the the, the best parts about LSU team is that front, and it's gonna be hard for him to block them. The key going to be with Jaden Daniels or Nussmeyer we're going to see. You know, I think Jaden Daniels is the starter. I know Brian Kelly hasn't came out with the, with the, with the announcement yet, but I'm going to go ahead and say it, God damn it. Jaden Daniels is the starter. 
Why do I know? Because I know. You know that I know. <laughs> All right? But I do think Nussmaier will get a couple snaps. I do think he will get – I do think they're going to implement some packages where Nussmaier gets on the field. But I think Jaden Dan comes out as a starter. He's the, he's the primary quarterback on Sunday. Man, man, you, I, you, know, you know what I know. It, it, it's his to lose. Correct. What, 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 what? But what the thing is <laughs> – we don't. Hey, we But the question is, what Jaden Daniels are we going to see? Because I'm going to just be real with y'all. If you, think, it, you think this game about to come down to Jaden Daniels or Noah Kane out here tearing a hole in Florida State behind? Because that's what I see. To be honest Bro, with you. It's not, it's not, it's, to, to, to be honest with you, Jaden Daniels, Noah Kane, John Emery. John Emery he, not playing. He's so like, right, yeah, um, going to be good one. Good one. Good one. Good one. Good one. Um, the fuck, man, getting booty ball early and often, get him yes. back in, into the rhythm. Watch out for Brian Thomas. Watch out for Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors. Um, then you when you when you when you bring the the, the tools in and you bring in a Jari Jenkins and uh, um Kyron Lacey, Jack um, Beck, Jack Jack Beck, who 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 is like the darling child last year. He's not even in the ones right now. You know, it's man, watch out. Watch out for um, Harold um, Perkins per- on, de- on on defense. They ain't seen nothing like that. Um, Makai Gardner. Um, I think Gray Books could have a great game. You, you know, um, Joe, Joe, yep. Joe, Joe, Joe Fusha. Um, uh, you know who I'm looking for to, to really um, have a coming out party? Jay Ward. Uh, Jay Ward. I don't like, think he needs a coming out party. He does. Right? He does because right now LSU doesn't have a guy in that secondary that you like. That's the guy. It's a bunch of good players. But no, but you're, you're not saying he's the leader of the secondary. That's the guy you look for what to make a play in that secondary. What was the kid from that transfer from um, Oklahoma State? Uh, what was it? Converse. Yeah, what was yeah. But Converse. You got Converse, got seven, seven, they, bank, they, seven banks. Seven banks. Um, and the kid Brooks from Magnese, they high on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it's, it's like, to me, like, this for the first time in a long time. Sage, I, Sage Ryan. It, to me, like, this is good because it was, like, it was so much pressures on the Tyron Matthews, the um, Stingleys, the Trey Whites, the Claibons, the Pats, of uh, the the um, Delpit, Delpits. Uh, yeah. I was thinking the uh, Jamal's and all that. Cause like whenever like you, a they, t- they won't they, you know they embrace that. Yeah, I get it. What I say, but like, but they're also like it's it's, yeah. it's like watching your daddy get knocked out. It's like hey, if if, if it happened on them, like oh, we ain't got a shot. But then now it's like you got dogs all over. It's like, like who who you go? It's like it's like it's like if the Rock was your daddy, and then you turn around, Mike Tyson, your uncle. Like, <laughs> but I, I I'm, just a, I'm, I'm just a believer. I'm just a believer that when you talk about a cal, a, 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 a program like an LSU, they always have a guy yeah. that everybody rally behind. But and, but this you got you get but but. They they got Matt House coming in, who like the NFL is kind of like is like that, but it's not really like that. They they for Matt House, Tyron Matthew, that's where everybody rally behind. Yeah, but then but but then you yeah. had, with Tyron Matthew, you had to, you had you had all right, he was at the back end, but like it rarely got to him because of what he was doing. Like the teams was the other team was scared of him until he get put on film. No matter what happens at practice, it got to happen on film. Like we talked about Derek Singley all throughout high school, we knew what he was gonna be until he got on the film. Like, until, until he got, got on, on film, and and, and, t- and even with it being on film, they still hey, he's still a freshman. He gonna he gonna fizzle out. He gonna fizzle. Like it, the it film is. is gonna determine who is and who's the not. one. 
And I'm thinking in this game on Sunday, Dang. somebody in that secondary, and I think it could be Jay Ward. Jay Ward has, I think he, if he wants to come out next year, after this year, he got to, he got to cement himself as the guy in that secondary. And I think he got the ability to do it. And I think if he does that, the rest of them guys rally behind him, like a Makai Gardner, like a Converse, like Brooks, like uh, like uh, Joe Fusha and and Sage Ryan and and, and Major Burns. That's a Major. But I said, what about Major? Major Burns, another one. Major. You know what I'm saying? They got a lot of good pieces, but who is going to submit themselves as the guy? Yeah, the guy. We know in that D line, Mason Smith, Ali. We, I mean, Ojalari. I mean, they they they, they just loaded. Yeah, they loaded. Championship. You know what I mean? The linebackers. Uh, Bakersfield and, Baker, and, and Mike Jones and them guys, you know. Congratulations to Mike Jones becoming Hal captain. Perkins. I think Hal Perkins, they, he's probably, yeah, I'm sure he's not going to start on Sunday, he, he, but they got some packages he, 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 for him. He's going to get a lot of snaps. Yeah, like third downs, he got to be on the field. Well, he ain't got to think. Bro, because he, listen, Hal Perkins is a first-round pick waiting to happen. Game changer. Waiting to happen. The receiving cool. Loaded, like Loaded. you talked about. One of the best in the country. Not just in the SEC, but in the country. But it's going to come down. It's going to come down to what Jane Dance are we going to get. That's what it's going to come down to. I'm, 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 I'm looking at this situation like I'm looking at the same situation with James Winston. <laughs> it's a big question mark. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see on Sunday. It's going to be a hell of an atmosphere. It's sold out. It's sold um, out. Primetime game. Nobody else got a game going on. If you're not watching this game, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life. Listen. I don't know what you're doing. I just don't see Florida State come out here victorious. When that atmosphere, that environment hit, I just don't see how victorious. I say I don't see how Florida State comes out victorious. Oh. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm about to walk off set. No. You about to walk off? Yeah, I'm about to walk off. You about to walk all over to St. Helena? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to walk off. I say walk off set. And then walk to St. Helena? No, in my car. And show them how much you care? I was going to get in my car. And and, and And speed. Speed to say, yeah, and get a ticket. Hopefully, not. Don't don't wish that. Why, why, <laughs> Ricky Bobby? Lock <laughs> on this wood. <laughs> this wood, it's not wood. No, no. it ain't wood. Plastic. I don't see Florida State in my victorious. I just don't. I think Florida State has done some of the right things to start building their program, but I just don't see them come out victorious. I just don't. And, and another thing is, with Giant Emery not playing in this game, that leads me to believe from a source. <laughs> Close source That They're going to be Real pass heavy On Sunday Noah King Noah King pass Noah King <laughs> I think I think you could see Jaden Downs And Nussmar Combined for about 45 passes On Sunday I think I think you're undershooting it <laughs> <laughs> Give me the over under <laughs> That's a good over That's a good over That's a good over uh, I I I'm 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 predicting fifty. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking it's forty to forty-five. You, you, you see this? You see this much as I see? Forty to forty-five. Mm-hmm. Now, if John Embry was playing, it's, especially once that RPO start getting going. Yeah. Now, unless Noah, like they, they you know, they gonna try to establish the run early. Yeah. Unless he just come out there just pounding them, getting five, six yards a pop. If, if, Noah can. Noah can. possible. I would say this. I would say this. If they getting good movement. Good movement is gonna be a balance. If they if if it's any type of like like the guys got like eight carries, you know, like the, in a rotation and it's like a, like a two point three yard per carry, it's it's fifty. Yeah. It's fifty. It's not even close. Yeah. Well Campbell, close. baby, the true freshman starting that left tackle. Yeah. The blind side. 
He different though. He different. He is different. But different. look, is them lights gonna be too bright in that dome? <laughs> we gonna see Will. He he different. I like Will, man. Will big time. Listen, before we get ready to run, and then we got coaching, I go. High school, high school matchup this weekend. You high Willong tonight. BWB squad. They changed the location to East Iberville. Ricky Collins got on Iver, his mind Iver, because you high spanked their ass last year. Um, you know, you, you got all these big time recruits. Marcus Randall is, is is sitting on his high horse. He feel like this is the year. Yeah. If you could come out and get a win versus you high in week one, whoo, that set the tone for the rest of the year. I'm gonna be covering Tipper High and Lutcher tonight. I said Tipper High and Lutcher. That's what I'm covering tonight. Uh Dewine, Dewine, uh Winfield, aka Lunch, the quarterback for Lutcher, one of the mm-hmm. best players in the state. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how Tipper gonna gonna match up against him, and then they got a quarterback on their side of the ball, um, Ian Roderick, who's really really good. I think it's very underrated for Tipperdale High. Um, great game tomorrow night. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be covering Edie White and Vanderbilt Cadillac. Vanderbilt Cadillac got to the semifinals last year. Edie White got to the state championship and lost to U High in a close win. This is a big time rivalry in the Tri Parish. Can't wait. Jalen Coleman, one of the best backs in the state, regardless of class, only a sophomore. Runs a 10-4-100, had 1,300 yards rushing last year and 17 tutties. You're probably going to see him all over my social media tomorrow. Ball game. What a hot side just pull, boys. Real quick before we go, <clears throat> I'm going to try something. G, give me a sport. I don't care what sport, give me a sport. Lacrosse. Give me another sport. Soccer. <laughs> another sport. Pool. Like a realistic sport that we talk about. Boxing. Okay. I'll go We'll go with boxer Name a boxer That This generation Don't realize how good he was Sugar real in it Okay What you got Fred Bernard Hopkins Man you can't take my nigga man That's what you was gonna say That's my dog Everybody know Everybody know I how I feel that. about X Okay I, 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 I'll give you another one uh, Riddick Bull Riddick. Riddick was good. Riddick Bull was good. I was going to see him, but I, I feel like Sugar Ray don't get the... Riddick. I mean, like, if you're a boxing head, you know how good Sugar Ray Leonard was, but, like, it's, it's people don't bring his name up when they... Right. I guess because he played with because he played lightweight. Okay. But, see, I, I'm going to go, go, go to say... I'm going to go Sugar Ray. I'm going to go Sugar Ray Robinson, though. Sugar Robinson, you think he's better than Sugar? You think? No, I'm. It's not. It's not. not about who's better. Just like not like 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 when like when you think of like like who like this generation like like if you you mentor kids and all that stuff if you sit if everybody know who Mike Tyson is everybody know who who um um Mayweather is and stuff correct like if you sit there but but you sit there be like hey man you just don't realize how good Oscar De La Hoya was oh yeah. Oh, yeah, Oscar Delahoy was really good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it just yeah. conversation yeah. starters. Yeah. yeah. I would tell you this. In terms of boxing, the people who most people don't even know, especially this generation, a guy named Joe Calzaghe. I don't know who that is. Me either. Joe Calzaghe is 48 and 0. He's one of the best middleweights to ever box. He beat Roy Jones. He beat Bernard. That was the first one that beat Roy. That's the one that brute, that busted him up when he swole off. That's Antonio Tarver. Oh, that was Tarver. Sure was Tarver. That was Tarver. Tarver. Oh, long yeah. yeah, that's Antonio Tarver. He but couldn't handle success, though. No, he couldn't handle it at all. But just like John, John, the boy that Antonio, got cheated. Antonio, I mean, Joe Calzaghe finished undefeated. I think he's like 48-0. Middleweight. Matt Beckett retired back in 2014. He ain't, he ain't played against nobody. Stop. Hey. He caught Roy Jones on the dial slide. 
<laughs> so look, that's another a- one. Asterisk. <laughs> mm. Yo, so look, this is what we gonna do, fan view live. Y'all, y'all tell us about y'all, the people that we don't think this generation realize how good they was. Y'all leave it. Y'all leave it a post in the, in the video. Y'all, you know, leave comment. comment hey, y'all can make a video with y'all with y'all backing. Y'all, hey, y'all can attack the people that we pick. Drop it on either G Sports Twitter page, Fred Drop Twitter it. page, my Twitter page, Instagram, all that good stuff. Or you can put it on our family live page. Listen, we want all the smoke like Monday. I like it. Listen, who y'all got tomorrow? Sumner, Jules Sumner. Jules Sumner. Ooh, they bust up uh, St. Thomas Aquinas mm-hmm. in the Jamboree. 27 nothing? Six. 26 nothing? 27-6. 27-6. I got two words for you. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck to you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm just going to say that. Y'all coming out in all black? We just taking it one day at a time. Y'all coming out in all black? I don't know I don't know what Coach Gordon got us coming out in. But y'all we, at home? No. Nah, Are we? Or y'all, wear, y'all wear white? We could. You know, we got like seven different uniform combinations. You know, you know. Come on. That's what you do. You got some kids for 707? You, I, every time you ask me, I tell you, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm waiting for the film and the Twitter and mm-hmm. all that. I've been asking mm-hmm. you that for I'm, this, I'm, all I'm, month. I'm giving you good film. I'm not gonna give you. You know, it's two eight. You know, we like a lot of wing teeth stuff that we gotta deal with first. So by week five, you gonna have some film for me. You come see us week three. Who y'all play? Hey, me. Ooh. Good luck. Good luck to you. That's our show, guys. Man, you live. Coach Powell. <laughs> Oh, it, 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 it'll be personal. Hey, prayers, prayers to the Coach Powell family. You know they they going through stuff right now, Coach. You know, so we we going praying for you. Like death, we'll, we'll, we'll say it off air. Okay, yeah. Listen, guys, that's Fan View Live, Real Fans Talk Sports, each and every Thursday, twelve p.m. Next Thursday, back at it, back at again. it again, 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 and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, like and John Legend. And we'll be back at it again. <laughs> Come on, hot sauce and pool boy in half. Cut it in half. It I'm going to practice. Got, we got, got go. <laughs> We see y'all again next Thursday. <laughs> got my feet done for the first time. I got new feet. Hot sauce like you used to. I got new feet. I got new feet. He knew what he was missing. Hands up.